What's up, y'all? I hope you're ready to get active. We're back here with another episode from Lamar and Jay. So sit back, relax, get your snacks, and let's get active. What's up, guys? We back. Another episode. I know y'all been waiting. We got a good one for y'all today. We're going to talk about just how we got out of our comfort zone and just reflect back on it. And we're going to roll into it from there. Yeah, so today we have a special guest. Um, my boy, Curtis. Kirko. Kurt. Better yet, known as Kirko Transman, whatever y'all want to call him. It's my, my guy from, uh, man, from grade school, you know, growing up elementary school, middle school. We used to go to the after school programs together, chill. Grew up playing basketball together at, at our at our, um, at our our leagues and through high school. Um, honestly, it's still to this day, you know, my good friend. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and kind of tell you about his journey and where he's at now. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. How y'all doing, bro? Chilling, bro. We chilling. How you doing, man? You look, you look a little chilly. Hey, Real cozy too. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of cold. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this came from the waste. But yeah, uh, a little uh, backstory on myself. I mean, not many people know, but I mean, I used to hoop. That's that's really all I cared about. Uh, I mean, see, Jay, you know, we we hoop together, so we was at College Station, but. You know, the last day of school, I told my ACL, and I didn't know what it was. So I was like, dang, like, like what is this? I'm thinking my knee was just out of place or something, like a little slight hyperextension. You, you couldn't walk right. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I told you, and you was like, man, ain't nothing wrong with you. I was like, no, I swear something is wrong, dude. And they're like, you didn't believe me. So, you know, I'm, I didn't walk the graduation stage, you know, limping with a break with a brace on under you know my cap and gown and then coming to find out I um went to the doctor and I tore my ACL and right before that I had went to um a scout focus camp and um I mean I was nervous because I never just played in front of like recruiting coaches like that but I mean I just just hooped and I, I ended up running a point guard but for college station I was running like the four because I was like one of the biggest, tallest players that we had. But uh, I went there. I mean, not many people know, but I had got uh, 16 in Texas out of like the camp and then uh, 116 in the nation. So like from there, I was like, dang, like I can really, you know, see myself doing something because when I hooped for, you know, College Station, it just wasn't the same. Like uh, me just being like what I'm capable of. So, um after term ACL, I was like kind of confused and I was getting letters um, from uh, prep schools. So I was like, dang, like this is, this is really real. But so I got um, like four offers from, uh, it was three prep schools, uh, top three in the nation. It was a, uh, well, the post-grad first off. It was uh, New York International Academy, um, uh, Julius Irving, his uh, little post-grad prep school academy, and then the Robinson School. 
which was number one. And then there was an order, number one, and then Julius Irvin was, like, number two, and New York International was number three. But I didn't know, like, like what was just up with this because, you know, I ain't never just been on a plane. And I was in high school, like, dang, like, this is the real world. Like, is this really, like, what I want to do? And I told my mom, and then uh, she was – she was with it, but she wasn't with it. Cause like, we just didn't know, like, just, especially how we grew up, like low and just poverty and all we know is work. So, so after that. So how, how did you, yeah. How, so I want to say, how did you feel like, you know, with everything you knew uh, growing up and everything, and then that could be drastically changed, you know, once with JCO and then once say you went to those other schools, like that's totally different and what you were gonna be gonna be doing. So like, were you, were you like anxious? Were you nervous? Were you like scared? Uh, yeah, no, no, no doubt. I was, uh, I was pretty nervous and I was scared cause I was like, I would be out in the real world on my own. So it was basically, I didn't have any friends that I would be with, you know, or anything like that. But I mean, the coaches was like, we would stay in a home, you know, boys home together in a mansion. But, you know, we had financial aid and like we would get our stuff paid for by, you know, uh, doing like community service and stuff. So I was like, OK, I mean, I get that. But the thing was, I was the only person being recruited out of Texas. Everybody else was like from like Ohio, uh, Kentucky, Kansas, like just all these different places. And I was just like, damn, like. This is, like, I'm going to be the only one. I don't know nobody. I'm leaving my family. I'm doing all this because my mom was just working. But I was, I mean, I was pretty, pretty scared. So then, like, I told them what happened. And they was like, no worries. We can do your rehab here. And my mind was so close. So I'm like, okay, they saying this. Like, mama, like, they're telling me what we can do. But she wasn't just believing. And then, um, so I ended up working for Whataburger um, after, you know, right after, because I didn't have anything else. And that's how my mom did working fast food. So I ended up working there. And, uh, man, I went from high school, I was like 160. I went for working with Whataburger. I was just eating, eating, because I didn't think I was going to gain no weight, because how little I was. I ended up gaining weight, got bloated. And then it was just like a little little depression state because I was like, dang, like, I don't want to be doing this forever. Like, you see all these old people up here talking about benefits and stuff? Like, mm-hmm. nah, I don't. That's rough. I'm man. not really feeling that. Yeah, I don't even think we ever talked about that that transition because, you know, like, after high school, I moved I moved to Dallas. So we were, everybody was still cool, but we I guess I never really talked, we never talked about, like, intimately about that kind of transition from high school to the next step. Um but it's a tough situation, bro, because like you say, you are in the real world. You you aren't in – you're still in college, but high school and college is totally different. Um, it's a totally different transition. A lot of people do graduate high school, and they're like, what next? Like, what am I going to do now? Do I want to start a lifestyle? Do I want to further my education? Do I want to um, – you know, what is – what what's next for me? And a lot of people don't want to admit it, but they do go into that depression stage where – they kind of feel stuck, like they're in a quicksand. And they can't go anywhere. And instead of going forward, they feel like they're going backwards. Uh, for sure. I mean, 
after, I mean, with that, I ended up, you know, going to Blinn. And uh, I was there for like two or three years. And I left and finally went to, you know, uh, Texas State to go, like, change up, you know, want to go hoop because I, t- I talked to them about it. And they, you know, told me they had no guards my size. So I'm like, okay, I didn't went there. And it's like, I reached the age of 21, which I really didn't, like, see myself just partying no more and drinking like I wanted to when I first was able to get people to buy me drinks and stuff. So I started to, like, actually learn, like, this is not, like, not just what I want to do. So, I mean, I I came back, you know, pretty strong. Um, and I was there hooping, you know, against the players on the team because I wanted to know, like, what their skill set was like. And I was, I was dominating, you know what I'm saying? Like, I played way different than I did before because I gained some weight, but I dropped some. And like changed the muscles, so I was playing more like versatile, you know, um, like running the one, like in the post at the same time, just playing like everywhere. And then like quarantine hit, and that was um, the third ACL tear. The second ACL tear happened like two years ago, so I tore it a third time. Legs left. Hey man, <laughs> bro, do your legs still? <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's the thing, bro. Like all this wanting to, you know, body people, dunk on people, and different stuff. Man, it it, catch, it catches up to you. And like I know quarantine is bad, but that's really what just opened me up. And I just started reading a lot because after that, uh, that last ACL tear, I was like. I can't do that. I can't do that hooping no more. Like, forget, you know, wanting to go to the next level. As much work as I'm putting in, I'm still breaking down my body. Like, there's other other things I can do in life that will, like, benefit me and get me to where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's, that's important, too. I do want to touch on what you said about dunking on people. So, all you guards out there, listen, there is longevity in playing below the rim. <laughs> But no, for real though, it's, what you said was important though because you said that once you realized that basketball is no more, no longer going to be in your future, you had to make that mindset change to find something else that was not in your comfort zone, to step out of your comfort zone, right? So I feel like a lot of people get to where they, um, you know, they get to that stage again, how we talked about earlier, where they're used to doing something uh, repeatedly for a certain amount of time. And when that change is taken out and they're uncomfortable and they're not sure what they want to do, they go into the depression stage. They go into that, you know, quicksand. They don't know. They're not going forward. They're not going backwards. They're just really stagnant. Uh, so it's, it's crucial to be able to change that mindset. First thing is you have to be able to understand that you're like, – like you were saying before, you didn't realize that you were going to – I mean, you're doing it every day, but you didn't realize you were eating fast food and getting weight. Yeah. It was just happening, like you in the days. A lot of people don't, don't realize when they slip into depression because they're just doing sure. it every day. And next thing you know, it's been a year, and they haven't made no growth. And you know, they slip into that to that mindset where they're depressed and they don't know what to do. And it sneaks up on people, I think. No, uh, that's right. No, that's that's right. Like people don't yeah. people don't realize like at all. Yeah. So, 
Hey, let us know like what you doing now, like what you dabbling now. Oh, oh yeah. Let me, let me, man. Let, <laughs> let, me, let me take a sip of water to that one. Man, Alia, he he definitely stepped out of his comfort zone now. So we'll let him talk about it. So let me let me get let me get it done like this. So, you know, I was at school at Texas State, but um, I was introduced to like the entrepreneur and um, learning about like the stock market and investing. So at first I was like, no, 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 and then. I just like gave in and like, I was like, I was missing like being around my friends um, and stuff like to just learn. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people were like kind of weird and I wasn't feeling the vibe and then some I was, and then like it started to relate and I was just like, I see where y'all are going. And uh, but, like I invested in it and I didn't get most of it myself cause I set myself aside and, uh, like doors just started opening up and um like they I just started getting these DM DM DMs about um modeling like uh jewelry, clothing, just everything. And I was just like, no, nah, this gotta be like some some BS or something. Like a scam right? So yeah. So I looked like into it and then like I was just locked in looking into it and I was like, okay, okay. And like I started posting it on my Snap and Instagram, but like, you know, people aren't just feeling exactly what I'm saying. So I'm like, you know, it's cool. It's cool. And then, like, they gave me these discounts to get this stuff. And then I took the first options I had. They got, like, 100K followers and stuff. And I don't be on Instagram. My Instagram just started, like, moving. So then I did it and was like, okay. Like, I got merchandise on the way. And I'm really finna be, like, modeling for it. So then, like, people then started to see, like, how serious it got. And, like, I'm not really caring, you know, what, what people are thinking. And then, like, it went from just these, you know, 50% off, 70% off to some more doors in the open. So what I joined with with them companies, oh, that's gone. Now, just a couple of days ago, I mean, nobody really knows, but I signed with five more, so I'm going to drop the four I'm already with. But these ones, I'm not doing a 50% off, 40% off. I'm getting merchandise for free. Like, I'm talking, like, clothing for free, uh, jewelry for free. Like, whenever new merchandise drops, I'm getting it for free. And then on top of it, I'm modeling in it, you know, tagging them in it. But at the same time, I'm getting, um, you know, codes that I can give away, um, gift cards that I can give away to people, doing raffles to give people merchandise from our company, you know what I'm saying? So, like, People don't even know about all of that. Like, this just dropped. So I'm just like, bro, like, life is really, like, this is the start of when, where, like, I'm just finna take off. It's like I surrounded myself by people that's, you know, that's already up there, and they teaching me how to get there. So I'm over here learning about the market, aside from I always wanted to model, and it's actually here. Yeah. Like, so I'm not really caring, like, what they thinking. I'm just, I'm moving how I'm moving to do what I got to do to help my family and live the life that I want to live. Yeah, no, facts. I think something you said was like something that I really live by. You said you were hanging around people that were where you want to be. I feel like, you know, you always say, people always say you already know who your friends are. Yeah, that's cool. That's completely fine. 
But if you want to get to that next step, you're going to have to hang out with people that, that push you. So like no, guaranteed. People that not necessarily had what I wanted, but I think I uh, gravitate towards people that had that had a mindset that I want to have. Like, you know, I had the mindset when I want to start working out, I reach out to my friends that work out. Boom, getting in the gym more. Like people that you know, when I was in when I was in school, I, in class, I was trying to hang out with the smartest guys. Not that I wanted them to do my homework or anything, because I knew that they were what they were doing, whatever how they were studying or doing, you know that that class or school it was working. So um, I knew if I, if I surrounded myself around them, then that's one way that you know that can really rub off on me, or they can show me their study tactics so I can grow. Because if not, I'm gonna stay exactly where I am. And one of my favorite sayings is, "If you want something you never had, you gotta do something you've never done." So. I know. And that's really one of my favorite quotes because, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Uh, exactly. That ties into, like we are saying, uh, getting out your comfort zone. And that goes, that's deeper than just setting new goals, tying into new things, just trying, just experience different things in general. Like you can go dive into uh, traveling, uh, doing some crazy stuff like skydiving, um, dog sledding, just all this crazy stuff you can think about is just, to get out your comfort zone and want to experience new things, but you won't do that if you're complacent where you are and what you're doing now, instead of like being open-minded and be like a venture out to see what, uh, where other things can like take you. Cause you never know, like, like for Kirk, he opened, opened his mind to something new and it's opening more doors down the, down like the way for him. So just getting out your comfort zone is like big. It can, you never know where it might go for you. Yeah. Guarantee like, even my goal is really like, you know, to help a lot of people. Cause you know, I mean like the stock market, for instance, it was hit away from us. So, you know, most people that grew up how I did, uh, they don't really see about investing in themselves. And all I can do is talk to them, talk to them, tell them, tell them and like show them, like I have statistics about it. You know what I'm saying? People that are younger than us, I literally saw a 16 year old, like with the team I'm with, like in a company, He's getting $5,000 a month. I can't help someone that doesn't, you know, want to help himself. So, yeah. I mean, it's just literally all about changing your mindset, opening your mind and investing in yourself. And if you don't want to invest in yourself, how can I invest in you? Like, yeah. that's really just how I'm thinking. Yeah. And uh -huh. what you said was, was you asked someone something more? No, go ahead. Because my question is more so after. Okay. Yeah. No, what you said was kind of not. Not funny, but uh, it's I mean, it's so true, and it's sad that's actually funny. But that you said that the stock market was hit from us, but it was like I actually had a conversation with my mom last week, and I was thinking I was like, I never told you why I went back to school, got my master's, right? She was like, No, I just knew you wanted to do it. I told her, and it wasn't because of parenting at all, but I told her, uh, I just feel that my undergrad, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in finance, right? And I just knew I like, growing up in my undergrad, none of that taught me what I want to know about finance. Like literally that was it. I want to exactly. know more about finance. I want to know more about finance and I wanted to be financially literate. So I just went back to school and got my master's in finance. Like that was literally the only reason because I, I didn't I didn't go because I told her I didn't go back to, to get my master's so I can get necessarily get a job in finance. 
I went back so I can learn about finance for myself personally. That's yeah. why that's why I went back to school. So yeah, we so we me and her had that conversation. Um yeah, last week about it. But yeah, it's funny funny that she said that. But another thing I was gonna say is um stepping out of your comfort zone is something that like people people don't enjoy being uncomfortable. To me, it excites me. Exactly. No, for real though. <laughs> it feels that like I'm breaking out of my cocoon and I'm 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 like evolving to something different. Like that's I'm adding a new a new portion of me. Like that's that's I'm opening up a new a whole new version of me. Cause yeah. I tell people all the time. So I transferred to A M when I was a, when I was a, a junior. So after two years of college. So I had two more years at AM and I felt that I was so behind because people at AM you know, that I was hanging out with, they've been friends since, you know, two years before because they were there since they were freshmen. So I was like, what's one way that I can go out of my comfort zone? And because usually, you know, I'm from College Station. It's not hard to meet people. Even at, even when I went to school in Dallas, like I was on the basketball team. So I didn't have to make friends. Like, first of all, I had my 13 friends on, on the team. And then yeah. – Everybody in the school, our school is very small. So everybody, everybody at the school knew, knew us already. So I didn't have to introduce myself. But so when, when I got to a you know, you're a small fish in, in, a, in a big lake, big pond. So I was like, what's one way I can step out of my comfort zone that I haven't had to do literally my whole life um, and meet people and build my network? And one thing I, what, I did, what I did was um, every class period for at least the first month or two, and every, every semester, every class that I had, every day I was sitting next to a different person. So if you think about yeah. it, you know, you have class, what, two, three times a week and, you know, for a whole semester. And for a certain amount of time, I was sitting next to a different person. That's what, if you do it for 10 weeks, two months, so eight weeks, that's 24. I was sitting next to 24 people if I sat next to a different person for, for uh, two months, for three days a week. So I was being 24 people in every class that I had. I had five classes. So, you know, if you do that math, I was meeting a lot of people. And that was one way that I stepped out of my comfort zone and met people. I was just going out of my way, sitting next to different people, introducing myself. And it got to a point to where every class had a study group. Every class I had friends that I'd go out, with, go out to the, uh, hang out with. Every class I would have people that I would just see in, in the halls and say hi to and I built that network. It got to a point to where I'll have friends walking uh, through camp- campus with me. And they're like, man, like, everywhere you go, you know people. Because I just I put myself out there like that. Not that I try to. Like, I'll meet somebody. Oh, yeah, I know, I know them from this club. Meet somebody else. Oh, I know them from, from this class. Or I know him or her from the rec. And that was my goal, to go out of my comfort zone to build that network. And I feel like that's something, you know, very important that, that you need that, that, to build that network. Yeah, you sure. perfect. Uh, when you say uh, just trying new things, get out your comfort zone, isn't like a self thing. Like it makes you like okay, it, like it makes you feel good inside about yourself. And then as you go on, when you try like something new out your comfort zone, and then you start seeing like like results from it, like good results, positive results at that. It's like you feel good to make yourself like keep going. Like what else can I do with this? Like what else can I accomplish? So, like, perfect example for me um, would be this podcast we're doing. Like, it's a perfect example because if you know me, you know 
I'm not really open at times or I'm not really just talkative, but let's, I'm just having, we all having a good time. Then yeah, I'm talking to, I'm an open person. I'm going, but nine times out of 10, I'm chilling in my own space, not saying I'm quiet. But with this, I got better with just talking, communicating and just in general, just talking. So the people that listen to our podcast, they reach out to me and be like, Lamar, this is a new side of you that I've seen. So many times. I, yes. I, like, I didn't know because people, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but, I kind of yeah, feel like we're very similar, and people will go be like, oh, y'all got a podcast? What are y'all going to be talking about, like, girls and y'all yeah. sports and stuff? I'm like, you can't have an intellectual conversation, you know? And they listen to it, and they're like, wow, that is not what I expected. Like, I didn't even know guys thought or talked like that. Like, yes, bro. That people did that, so. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to stop you, but that, that was, I, I, got, I get the same yeah. thing. So, like, I get all those all the time. Like, Lamar, I expect this out this. You're a quiet person. I didn't think you think like that. Blah, blah. So, I'm shout out my girl, Georgia. I know she's going to listen to this and she's going to hit me up. But, so, she was, like, one of the first ones to do it. So, after she did that, we ended up actually, like, coming together and just talking about some other stuff that opened my mind to something else. She brought up, like, Instagrams to me. And then, like, when she brought that to me, and I was like, I never heard of that before. This is something new to me. So then I went and learned deeper about it and I started sharing it with more people. Like, so they can be on the same like wavelength as me and just like learn more about stuff. So I feel like just getting out your comfort zone opens more doors, make you experience more stuff that you wouldn't know until you actually like just jumped into it or was shown it. So like personally, I feel like it's, you got to, and it's like good and fun just it puts you in a different mind state really you just open up and do more stuff instead of being complacent but yep. what i was going to ask you uh kirk kirk yo <laughs> x <laughs> so like looking back now would you say like mentally would you say like you were more in a mature place like when you were trying to like get in the league or like pursue basketball potentially or now that you're doing completely different. Like, would you go back and still try? You know what I mean? Still, yeah. On it, nah. I mean, uh, I think, nah. I probably, I probably wouldn't go back. I mean, all the work and hooping I was, you know, doing to put in to go to the next level. I can do that, like investing in myself. Like, oh no, it's like it's like completely different. I feel like I'm actually in the real world, like, of how you're supposed to be living. I mean, the life I had was, like, it's all, like, all I knew, you know, just just to graduate high school and go to college. I mean, it's a typical life that people, people accept, and that's what they know. But, like, in most times, they go to just college and be stressing, and all of this, and then just go out and party, and then get out of school and be in debt like hell. And then don't even get the job that they want um, of like their degree. So, I mean, I'm not knocking it, but uh, I was just in debt. Like they was taking loans and stuff and like about like my parents, whenever they used to work and my mom's handicapped. So it's not even, she hasn't even worked, so they just put me in debt. So I'm just like, bro, I'm not gonna be one of them people 
30 years old, still paying college debt. Like, no, that's not me. It's like, I mean, I like where I'm at now. Like, I'm just going forward and I'm elevating. I mean, I've never really just felt the way I do. I mean, I wake up happy, start to sleep happy. I'm just always in a good mood, just greeting people when I see them. And then, like, people see me and be like, man, like, how you doing? They'd be like, you look like, excuse my language, they'd be like, like, you really got your shit together. And they see, like, other people I'd be around, like, well, used to be around, they'd be like, yeah, like, you can tell y'all are totally different people. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, yeah. And like, I talked to him. We started having full-out conversations about life business, you know what I'm saying, just different things. Like, I didn't know nothing about stocks. I literally went, you know, to the bar the other day, just me, and I literally started having a conversation with, like, seven people about stocks, and the conversation just kept going. Then they started buying me drinks, and I was just like, like, what? Like, this has never happened, and I'm just like, I'm really doing a good thing, and that's why I just want other people to see, like, you know, I want to be remembered for helping people. And that's all I'm trying to portray is I'm just showing people like there's more to life than just like what they know. The people mind just so close. So, I mean, if they would really open up and see what what is capable in life, we only got one. Like they really know how they want to live, but they don't know how they're going to get there. So yeah. it's, lit- it's literally there, but it depends if they if they read or – like, what are they doing? Or are they just going to work, like, or who they're around, you know, just complaining and doing stuff like that or reading? Like, literally, like, I have a book that says A Mindful Day is 365 days to live life with peace, clarity, and an open heart. People don't really see me for reading like that. I mean, I post it, and they'd be like, oh, he just, he just read, you know, for cap or something. Like, no, like, this is real life yeah (laughs) Yeah. like no this is real life like um um it's it's literally like everything has changed for me and i'm just a changed person i mean i'm glad i am the way i am now because back then i used to hate like i'd be like dang i can't do this because like dang they gonna people gonna look at me this way people gonna look at me this way but then i'm like now it's like i don't even i don't even care that's what i'm saying like even even uh, my bro Jay, like he, like he gone. He in a whole different city, and I'm just like I'm proud. I'm like my bro doing big things. Like my homie uh, Quaylen, he's over here doing big things. He left here now. He's in Austin uh, doing real estate, and he's um even got a truck driving like company, like buying with trucks and stuff. That's what I'm just saying. Like if you if you want something, you gotta go get it. You gotta get out that comfort zone. Yeah, I feel like one thing that you said too that goes with comfort zone is that. Like a saying that triggers all the people, but I would feel like it's ever bothering me ever in my life when people say, oh man, you changed. Sure. Because aren't you supposed to? Like, are you just supposed to stay complacent in the same your whole life? Like, is the goal of, of life is to grow and become the best person you're supposed to be. So when people say, oh man, you changed, and usually, we have to say that to somebody, like when somebody says that to another person, the person that they're saying that to is probably quote unquote changing because they probably went through a you know, internal process where they were thinking about things in their lives that they need to change or thinking, but maybe you were 
somebody in their life that they feel like they should back up, back off from because you were negative in their life. Or maybe they're just, they need a mental reset and to do those things, then them have, have a positive lifestyle going forward. And then you're going on and asking and telling them, oh man, you, you changed, you don't mess with me no more. Maybe it's good that they don't mess with you no more. Maybe they're growing because <laughs> they're, I mean, honestly, maybe, maybe they're growing because they're exiting you out their life, or maybe they just need a break from everybody. I do that sometimes where I just don't talk to people because I need, I need time to where I'm just thinking to myself and I don't really need, you know, feedback from anybody else. I just need that time to sit and think. So I never really cared about that saying, oh, you changed, because I hope people tell me that because I have changed and it's on purpose. So. But so it's, yeah, it's crazy because y'all both kind of hit on something I was going to ask. Like with Kirk saying being in the bar, he's talking about stalks to people. Like that, and that's crazy how once you grow, the conversation has changed. Like usually you probably be in a bar talking about something crazy off the wall, like wild stuff, but you in the bar. No facts. You, like you in the bar <laughs> talking about stocks. Like who do that? But it shows that you're growing and you, your mind is a whole different place. And then, like Jay saying, people saying you changed. Sometimes I feel like that's it has a like negative, like some hate behind it, because you're not down on their level no more, doing the, like the lame stuff they were doing, or like not even lame, just complacent stuff they're doing. So like as you grow, you can you see both ends, like from like a personal standpoint, where you're just talking about better like sense stuff that makes sense with life, and then on the upper other end where people outside people are looking in, they kind of hating on you. Like, what, why is he doing this with his life? Or, like, why is he changing? Or why is he moving different? But when ideally, you're moving different for yourself and doing something different for yourself. Straight up. Which is crazy. Like, people really because you you're doing something different. No, like, facts. Like, the biggest – I saw a quote the other day was um, – what was it? Uh, your biggest supporter is somebody that you don't know and your biggest hater – somebody that you do know so oh, it's, it definitely it definitely goes with what you're saying no doubt it made no sense though because then like you said the biggest support is somebody you don't know someone like oh snap like oh that's good bro you doing this like mm-hmm. cool like what you, what you talking about stocks with they being your supporter like oh for real like they're interested in what you're talking about but then exactly. what you know right it's quite I feel like it's because well i mean i'm just saying from my point of view what i've seen is that somebody you know you randomly meet they're seeing you from what you have to say to them they don't know anything hey. about your past where you're from they hear what's coming out of your mouth and they're taking that and um that's what they're picturing who you, who you are to them just what you say yeah. so if that's what if that's what kurt's talking about they know that's, that's what he's interested in he's taking time to understand that okay boom say somebody you growing up with first of all if they're hating on you, it's because they want what you have. So they're jealous because they don't know about what you're talking about or they want to be where you're at. But since they don't have that, they're talking down on you because they're jealous. Pretty much. Another thing is, for what I t- kind of going off what I, t- what I was talking about earlier, um, they, they, they've said you, you've changed um, and you're supposed to, but okay, but when you change for the better, why is that, why is that a bad thing? Like, if Kurt's going on, he's, oh, Kurt, Kurt wasn't like that back in high school. He wasn't like that back in middle school, but he's like that now. He's changing. Sure. So that, 
as if if you really support him, that should be something that you should appreciate, something that you should encourage him to do. That shouldn't be something that oh, I mean, if he was like that growing up and he's like that now, that means he hasn't grown at all in that time period. So obviously he growing up one certain way and now he's doing different things. He's more educated now and he's doing things that he wasn't doing in the past when he knew him. That means between that gap, he took it upon himself to to change and step out of his comfort zone to learn something new to better himself. So I thought that's how that's how they look at it differently. They're saying, oh, he wasn't like that, you know, he's 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 fronting and he's not like that right now. He just put on a show. Okay, why can't why does it have to be negative? Why can't it be positive? And say instead of saying that, why can't it be like, man, I'm so proud of him for for studying and you know, realizing that he, there was something greater in his life that he wanted to do and he, he's making that, you know, happen in his life. Why does it have to be negative all the time? Yeah, so, yeah, stuff made it negative. You can take it as inspiration, like, oh, my boy doing big things. Let me hop on a train, like, do big things for myself. And then we both moving forward in life instead of trying to, like, bring your, bring your boy down. You got you to gotta change that. Yeah. And that's like you said, uh, you can't make someone want better for yourself. Like me being a grown man, I'm not going to try to force another grown man to better his life. I'm be there to like give him like hope, uh, like push him forward. But I can only do so much and tell him about, okay, he's not willing to learn or just do better for himself. Like yeah. the point where you want to have to want it yourself. I, I would say one thing I've been more conscious of is I've never been a person to be a leader by, you know, a verbal leader. I feel like I've always been a, a leader as showing by, um, showing by what I do, I show by actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so leader by showing by example. But one thing I have been, a lot of people are like that. I feel like for black men, we're like, oh, I'm doing what I'm doing. If he's not doing what I'm doing, he's not on my level, I'm not worried about him. But I feel like we do need to start establishing a community where we do uplift each other and I feel like that's something that as, a, as black men, we are very to ourselves when it comes to our career paths and everything. We, I say once we got it, we feel like we're good. Um, yeah. And we never wanna, not never, but you don't see it happen all the time where we uplift each other. Like we see somebody down. I feel like that's something I've been trying to be more conscious of. Like Lamar, I mean, we've done that past recently. You know, I seen Lamar book. I read a book that was great. I sent Lamar a book last week because I was like, you know, somebody's actually, I have a friend, a black guy that, one of my good friends, he sent it to me last week. And I read it and I was like, man, I, I want to keep this going. It's a book that I feel like black men should read. Uh, so I, I sent it to, to Lamar and build that, to build that network. But it's very important. You don't see that enough in the black community. Oh, thanks. Like for sure. Cause I, I mean, I did the same thing. I read a book about the stock market. I told, uh, some homies, you know, the ones I put on, the young kings I got growing with the business. I was like, after I read this book, I'm going to give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just want everybody just to grow together. I don't want nobody being left behind. Like, I'm all about, you know, I want the best for myself, but I want the best for other people. You know, it doesn't do anything but make me feel great to see that I didn't impact other lives, like, just straight up. It was just a great feeling. So... Let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Cause you said some good stuff. We all said some good stuff that really actually like should sink in with our listeners. So we appreciate you, Kirko. 
Yeah, for sure. To you, bro. Uh, I hope everything keeps going good for you in the future. Uh, I hope I'll be there to see it. Hey, man. We are going to the top together, man. Hey. Thanks, bro. Let's get it, man. So, Lamar, man. Herb, what are we about to do, man? Another day of getting active. Let's get active, dog. Appreciate you, Kurt. All right. So, thank y'all for having me. No problem, man. But like we always say, send us feedback, anything, and then we just talk it over. You can probably be on it and talk it over with us. So, see y'all next time.